don't give a fuck what you say Yeah, I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks, I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make Yo, I got a lot of shit to say, so I'ma do this every day I'll be writing things until I'm fucking buried in my grave Six feet deep under, but my body won't decay Cause my messages are timeless, so they'll put them on display, oh yeah Welcome to the podcast. As you can see from the title, it's anything, everything, and all in between. Yes, a mouthful because I got a lot of shit to get off my damn chest. This is the podcast about anything that comes to my head, something I feel passionate about. So sit back, relax, and just enjoy because I got a lot of shit to damn bent out. So this is going to be unfiltered, uncaged, unbridled. It is what it is. So, as you can see from the title and the episode, relationships, relationship goal, couples goal, all that. From what I've been seeing on basically social media, I see a lot of couples getting engaged. They've only been together for like a few years. Some of them even less than a year. And I sit back and wonder to myself, like, that could be me one day, but financially... I'm not there yet, and mentally, I don't think me or my partner is there yet because we talk about it but really don't make any plans. While other couples, as you can see on social media, is literally doing their own damn thing. Like, they're living life. I got friends that literally traveling the damn world together, having a great life together, and I want that. But I know people says you can't judge other people's compared to yours like you can't control you can't do that you can't what's the words i'm looking for you can't compare yourself to other couples because you're not in the same chapter let alone the same book as theirs and i understand that and i get that but it it digs into your soul just a little bit like i wish i can have that i want that to happen but those two right there are a team they are literally putting plans together and i say that again they putting plans together she's putting plans together he's putting plans together it is like equal partnership but when it comes down to other relationships it's always one side or the other either the guy is making all the plans and the girls is just there for the ride or it's vice versa and i, I don't like that if it's supposed to be a relationship Two people needs to work on this ship. Simple as that. You just can't have one captain and just have a crewmate just on join yourself for the ride. Shit don't work out like that. Cause to the point the captain is just gonna get fucking bored and just jump ship. It is it fucks with your head big time, and I know it fucks with mine, cause I know the situation that I'm in and some people are like, y'all seem happy, y'all seem really in love and everything, and it looks good on the outside, but when you look behind the doors, this shit is a train wreck. This shit looks like, like the aftermath of a Purge movie. It's like bodies everywhere. Like, you have no idea what kind of skeletons is going on behind these closed damn doors. And I give kudos and I give product, I like props to... All the couples that I do know that's living their life, getting married, having kids, uh, who just recently got engaged and all this stuff, my heart goes out to y'all great, good. But for me, 
I just don't like when people keep asking me the same question over and over. When you gonna get married? Why you haven't popped the question yet? You might want to ask the other person that same question and get their answer. Because their answer might tell you what kind of relationship you're standing in right now. Because the answer that I always give is, I'm not there yet financially, and I want to be there, but it takes two to play this damn game. And so far, it only seems like it's been a single player situation. I'm just going to keep it real. Like, I want to have that happy ending. I want to have, like, that success, that partnership to go travel the world together without any handcuffs or people watching over your shoulder or talking behind your back and telling other like I, I i'm i'm done with that shit i'm ton, done with the toxic bullshit i really am like if i'm with you through thick and thin and through heaven and hell and emphasize on the word hell because a lot of us been through it you have to appreciate what this person has been through just to even stay this long and and not with just in this relationship you don't know what's going on in that person's personal life as well and so you got to throw that into the fact that if you're the person in the relationship and you think everything is going well and you look at your partner and they seem distance that's a reason why because there's something missing in this relationship and there's some shit going on in their personal life and it's coexisting in their fucking mind. It's like a fucking Royal Rumble. And you don't know who the hell is going to win. And that's where currently where I'm at. Now, couples goals is just one of those things where couples literally come up with different ideas. Of like traveling together or going a cruise or let's buy a house together or let's do this together. It's goals where two people meet up with a plan, devise that plan, save up for that plan, and then execute that plan. But it's not couple's goal is when when one person does and the other person don't do shit, then that's not couple's goal. That's just a date night, basically. And then that's another thing that kind of irritates me because I want couple's goals. I do want them. And I can manifest it in my head and I can think about it and I can put it on the memory board and all this shit but it's only one person's name on that list that's the thing that's killing me because I'm a planner I like to plan things but when you got other people who don't like to plan or don't know how to plan or quote unquote don't know how to plan it, it, it kind of fucks up the dynamic a little bit and it seems very one-sided and it's not fair for the other person. It's really not. Because now it's like, why am I even doing all this shit for? Like, seriously. Like, I, it, it burns me to my soul. Like, to the point where I go to the liquor store and buy everything I can afford in there and just drink that shit in one damn day. Trying to drown away all this shit. So, anytime somebody asks me... Those particular questions, when y'all getting married or when why you ain't pop the question, are y'all living together? I have to avoid that shit like the plague or like it's COVID nineteen. Like I, I can't I can't deal with that question. I can't deal with it. Had to constantly repeat myself over and over and then the conversations that you and your partner have, like it's just 
it's not as exciting as it was when y'all first got together when in like the first two years now it's got to the point where it's repetitive and it's now got to the point where it's just random like random stuff that don't even entertain the other person like yeah you can ask somebody how they doing and stuff like that but that's the farther you can go but you telling them like some trivial stuff like i don't tell anybody oh i just made me a sandwich and i just used the bathroom now watching this show and that's 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 something i don't want to damn tell you unless you watching the exact same show or you actually interested in what kind of sandwich i'm making engage me engage in a conversation with somebody but when you talk about something that another person has prior issues to it could be anything financial job wise appearances god knows what whatever that person's hot button topic is don't constantly keep testing that person about that and expecting to get an opposite reaction it's not going to work out like that if the person you with is not very religious and you talking about how you went to church and y'all went to this church picnic and stuff like that and you know this person is very very not christian like or catholic like or jewish or any whatever his religion may be or their religion may be do not bring that up to that person because they're going to feel some kind of way because now they get to the point of like, I need somebody who is in the same boat as me mindset. Like, if I like horror films, which I love horror films, and I love going to horror films, but if I'm with somebody who do not like going to horror films, I have to go there by myself because I enjoy them, they don't. But don't get pissy at me or... If you hear that, oh, I done ran into this one person and they love horror films, no matter if it's a guy, girl, whoever it may be, like, if they like horror films and I like horror films, yeah, we're going to have a friendship right there, and that's it. So don't get your panties in the damn bunch if you thinking, oh, this person is venturing off because, no, he's filling that freaking hole in his damn, like, his personality that is missing. He... They want it in you, but you can't provide that. So, they have to go out and venture on their own and end up meeting other people from social media or Discord or whatever. And it's the same thing when it comes down to the other person. If they're into fashion or if they're into cars or they're into like certain sports, like even if you're not into it, at least have some kind of idea of what's going on and ask questions about it so you can seem interested in it or know a little bit about it to kind of keep that communication up. But if you're just talking about the same old shit over and over and over again and all you're getting back is one word response because I know I am guilty of this. I'm not going to bullshit it. I'm guilty of this. I'm not a person that gets bored easily, but when it comes down to it, when it comes down to conversations, please believe if the conversation is not going anywhere, I will drop the two letter words every single time because it's not it's not keeping me entertained. It's not keeping me up. It's not keeping me engaged. And then another thing that really pisses me off is the time frame 
in between the messages. Now, keep in mind, we're not going to talk about the phone calls just yet. I'm going to get to that later. But as for test messages, because the age we in right now, we always test each other or Facebook message each other or DMs and stuff like that. But the time frame between your message and their message says a lot. Because if it's within five minutes, okay, they could have been doing something, went to the bathroom real quick. Something a little small. But when it gets past five minutes and some change, you are no longer the fucking priority at this point. They can say, oh, I'm sorry, I was talking to this person, or talking to this family member, or I was dealing with this. That's their priority, not you. You are number two, three, four, five, number 85 on the damn list. You are no longer priority number one. Let's just keep that in mind. So the longer the response time is, you're, you just dog shit at this point. You just dare to just continue doing what you're doing, and they'll eventually... Think, oh I, oh, I have this person in my life. Let me go ahead and talk to them because I haven't said anything to them. At that point, this person has now forgotten about you to the point where it feels like they're the only person in that relationship. And they don't like feeling that way. I damn sure don't like feeling that way. And you shouldn't like feeling that way. So why would you do that to someone else? That's all I'm saying. Now, Phone calls is a whole nother thing because I used to been the phone call kind of person. My last ex-girlfriend, like we would be on the phone for hours. I mean, for hours. We'll call each other sometime between noon and don't get off the phone until like after midnight. Just talking, watching the same thing on TV. She's watching one thing on TV. I'm watching the same thing. We go back and forth. We talk. We laugh. We debate. We do all that. To the point where she ended up did not want to hang up the phone. She would end up falling asleep on the phone. And that was sweet. Now, keep in mind, she ended up becoming a crazy bitch later on through the years. But just the small little things like that, like, meant a lot to me. Like, no matter where the conversation was going, we could be talking about fucking cartoons or something we seen on a commercial, something. It was always something to engage me. Like, that kind of stuff, what men like, and even some females like that as well. But it's just, you have to engage with your partner because if you don't, they're going to engage with someone else and you're going to feel like, Number two, three, four, five, six, eighty-five down the damn list. The same way you made them feel. So you have to make them your first priority. Simple as that. Now another thing that just crossed my mind, and I've been thinking about this for months, hell, a couple of years, is why do people cheat? Why do men cheat? Why do women cheat? And I have a couple of theories, but this is just my thoughts. I could be wrong, but this is just how I think. So we're going to start off with the men. Two reasons why men cheat. And it's the simplest reason. One is physical. And another is emotional. Physical is self-explanatory. If something in his relationship is not going the way he like it to be, or is not looking the way he want to, he looks for a brand new thing. Think about it like when your phone started to act up, what do you do? You upgrade your new phone. 
your car get messed up what they do they upgrade a new car that's what most guys do so once they start to realize that oh shit the damn the brake calibers is damn fucking up on this damn relationship i gotta go ahead and either replace this or i can just go ahead and get an upgrade so they go out and look at new models and then figure out what they like yeah, you got you a Honda Civic, a nice 2023 Honda Civic, but you look over, you see that damn Camaro around the corner, you want to kind of like see what the insides look like, you want to go ahead and test out the engine, you want to hear purr, all that shit. So it's mainly physical on that, but the emotional part also plays a part to it as well, because when it comes down to the emotional, you may have the hardware that this person is looking for you have everything the bells and whistle but the moment where you just feel like something is missing and they're not giving you that that satisfaction they try to look for that in other folks like if you go on dates with if a guy goes on a date with this girl and on paper it looks great they go out they go to the mall, they go to the movies, they go wherever, and they seem like they're having a good time, but it's always something missing. If, let's say, his sense of humor is like at a 10 and hers is at a 4, he needs somebody to balance that out. So he'll find friends and everything, and all of a sudden he'll see another female who got the same amount of sense of humor, all of a sudden he befriends her to the point where they start hanging out more than... All of a sudden, it may lead up to a relationship or just an infatuation. But it depends on how far the man goes with the situation. If the guy's a gamer and his girlfriend is a gamer as well, but don't play the exact same game as her, he's going to find somebody who's in that same wheelhouse. Same thing with kind of sports, interests, stuff like that. He's looking for something emotional so he can attach to some someone he can share a common interest with. And it'll start off as a friendship to the point where when the shit started to go down in his relationship, it's going to go down in his new relationship. Like, well, she's not doing this and she's not participating in this, show no interest in that. But this one's giving me all the details, give me all the info that I need, and I could just gel with her. I could feel, you know, like vibe with her. That's another reason why men cheat on that one. So you got physical and you have emotional. Now, females, it's the same way. It's less physical, but more mental than emotional. Because when a physical, a woman who cheats physical, it's because they're definitely not happy with their man because their man was not their first choice. They just went with a safe bet. Oh, he was nice to me. He seemed real sweet. They went and got a safe boyfriend. But they'll look around and look for somebody who's in that criteria of hotness. Somebody who's like over six foot tall or six pack abs or big giant dick. Something. It's always something that a girl look for physically in another guy that they can't have because they with the safe guy. And they don't want to break up with the safe guy to get with this guy. So what they'll do is they know since he's a nice guy, they'll feed him excuses. Uh, saying that they with some co-workers or some friends or whatnot. And nine times out of ten, the guy will be like, okay, have fun, whatever. 
But she's out there having her damn time of her life with this other damn guy. And the damn boyfriend has no fucking idea because he's too damn nice. Because she wanted that physical. Now, it's the same thing that goes into with mentally. Because if he's mentally not given what the woman wants, she's going to find it somewhere else. Now, the only problem with that is she's going to cheat right then and damn there and then let you find out and then you get fucked in the ass. And then place the blame on her. Like, well, you wasn't there for me when I did this and I needed this. And she's 100% right. Because you wasn't there for her. Gave her ammo to literally cheat. Now, not saying that cheating is necessary. Because it's not. It's fucking dumb. If you're going to cheat, break up with the person that you with. And then pursue someone else. But if you step out the relationship, male or female, step out the relationship... You are a asshole. Because that means you damn sure didn't give a damn about the other person at all. Let alone their feelings or what they was going through. You only thought about your own self. You were selfish and you should damn know that. But when it comes down to the reason why women cheat, it's mainly mentality. It's like they need somebody to feel that void in their brain. Then emotionally it goes along with it. So they do emotionally and and mentally, and a little bit of physical, where guys is just all physical, trying to get the most ass. And then you got some guys who look for something more emotionally, somebody who can fill in that gap. Me, personally, if I had to cheat, and, if I, and I'm telling you straight up, I never wanted to say this, because I never cheated. But if I ever had to, it would be because of emotional. It wouldn't be because of physical, it would be emotional. That's just me. Because there's a lot of women that's hot out there, but their IQ and personality are dog shit. Like, I'm not sticking anything in that. But if I had to cheat, it would be somebody like that. I would not do it, but I'm just saying, if I did, that would be the reason why. And I would be straight honest with the person, like, yo, this is how I feel about our situation right now. Like, you're not giving me this, you're not giving me that. Every time I do this and that, this happens, and if I had to constantly tell you day in and day out, day in, weeks, months out, the same old thing, it's going to get to the point where I'm just going to just stop damn talking about it and just end it. Because I can see this is not going anywhere. Because I'd rather end it than let it down deteriorate in front of my damn eyes because the other person did not want to damn reach me 50%. You have to meet me in the middle. So when it comes down to cheating, like just talk to your partners, like before anything goes bad. Like if you know your relationship is going south, if you know it's getting rocky, sit down with each other, talk what's going on, and actually listen and not just listen and like, okay, I'll take it into consideration or I hear you. No, listen to it and try to put that plan to motion. ASAP. Because the when it comes to the guys, we like to have things happen instantly. We go by actions, not words. Women, y'all do the same thing too, but y'all take your time with it. And guys, we're impatient. We are impatient as hell. If we don't see it happen in the next day or so within that week, 
we already started scouting. There are guys right now that I know personally who's in that situation, who's now on Bumble, Tinder, fucking sex websites. Like, they're all over the place trying to find an out. And I'm telling them, go ahead, talk to their girls. If you're not happy, just go ahead, end it with them. But they don't want to. But it is what it is. But I just need to have the communication out there. And the last thing I want to talk on is men's emotions. Like, men's emotion is more complex than you think. Um, We've been taught a long time ago not to show any kind of emotions or any kind of feelings. That's just how we were growing up. And if you have a father figure in your life, you always had a dad to tell you, yo, don't be crying in front of them foes. Don't be showing no emotion. You got to suck that in, bow that up, show how tough you is. And that's mainly the mentality that we had. Me growing up, I grew up with a single mother. And I had to then learn that on my own from my uncle, my granddaddy, God rest his soul. And other men that came into our lives, I had to learn from them. To the point where I can't even express my feelings because if I express my feelings, it gets thrown a certain way. Like if I get mad about something, they're like, why are you getting mad about this? You have no reason to get mad. I have every fucking reason to get mad about this or I have a fucking valid reason to be upset about something that's bothering me and it should be held with the most utmost respect like why am i feeling like this it should be taken serious because in men right now we have the highest fucking suicide rate than any gender and i'm saying any gender all genders we have the highest fucking suicide rate because nobody wants to listen to us. Nobody validates our feelings. Nobody gives a damn about our feelings. We're just made to just suck it up, provide for you women, and that's it. But nobody gives a damn about what we think or how we feel. But everything that you see on commercials and TV shows, it's like, what about the woman feeling? What about the ladies' feelings or her emotions and everything? And they're all valid on that one. But not one of them gave a shit about a damn guy. Please tell me one that actually gave a damn about a damn guy's fucking damn relationship or his personality, his, his emotion or how he feeling. Nobody give a damn. And it's just, it's saddening to me because I'm in that same thing and that's when our mental health is so fucked up because we don't know how to fucking react so we just shut down completely. And it's not fair to us guys. We deserve the same amount of respect that the women do as well when it comes down to our emotions and how we feel. It needs to be validated. It needs to be heard. And it needs to be put in action to let us know we feel comfortable. We hear you. We appreciate you. We need to hear those words and we need to feel those words. Otherwise, we're just another damn percentile only damn news of a damn suicide. And Lord knows has many times that I have thought about it. And I'll be straight up blunt with you. I have thought about suicide plenty of times. I even attempted three times in my life to commit suicide. Because how I fucking felt. Yeah, you heard me. Three damn times I tried to kill myself. Because nobody gave a damn about how I felt. 
when it comes down to family, relationship, friendship, give two shits at all. Lose friendships, you always end up making new damn friends. Lose a relationship, depending on how old you is, you might bounce back, you might not. But when you got family fucking you over, you can't find another really good family because the family that you have is the one you're stuck with. And then the family you do have, like outside of your family, like your family, friends and everything, they got their own personal shit. So now you have to deal with your own shit. And I've never been the one to ask for help. I hate asking for help. And that is the one thing that I really have an issue with. But I'm going to say this right now. I need help. I'm going to say this right now on this podcast. Yes, I need help. For my mental health, I need help. Because I can't do this shit alone. I can't do this shit alone in a relationship. And I damn sure cannot go another day feeling... In a last place in a couple's game, if you know what I mean. But it is what it is. But thank y'all for listening. That's just the first episode. Next episode might be talking about wrestling, might be talking about video games. Who knows? Stay tuned. But again, thank y'all for listening to anything and everything and all in between podcasts. I'm your boy Tank. I'll see y'all later. Peace. Cause I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I'ma do shit my way. So you can go kick rocks. I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make. Yo, I got a lot of shit to say, so I'ma do this every day. I'll be writing things until I'm fucking buried in my grave. Six feet deep, wonder, but my body won't decay. Cause my messages are kind of so they put them on display.